Hello, my dear human becoming. Oh, <laughs> already crying. Oh, and welcome to today's episode of the podcast, which is going to be half ritual, half ceremony, half podcast. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't bring tissues. I always do this. Give me one moment. <laughs> I need to go get tissues. There's no way I'm making it through this without tissues. <sighs> okay. Um, hello. Hi, I'm just taking a moment to settle my energy and invite you into this little space with me. I'm sitting here with three candles. A yellow one, a blue one, and a red one. And we have a letter from my ex and my phone where I have a lot of, you know, where I or where I have one thing that I'd like to share with you. And looking at these things, it's like this is the remnants of our relationship. Right? Like that's kind of what I have to show for this. This card. And maybe a few texts that I haven't deleted. And a shirt. Because I always keep an item of clothing from an ex. <laughs> it's like a little tradition I have. I'm like, nope. I have to have um I have to have an item of clothing. <laughs> um But outside for the performance, because podcasting is a performance, and performance is wonderful. It's so fun. It is performance, though. But and ritual is performance. Ceremony is performance. There's no way we can escape performance. But I kind of, you know, I think I'm creating this episode today because I need this space, and then I hope that always this allows more room for you to be with your grief, your humanity, your feelings your beingness. Um, if you don't know, I was in a relationship for a couple months this year uh, with someone I loved very dearly, and that relationship ended, and that's been really hard, and that's been something that I've been working through for the past two months since... <sighs> It's a bit like it's about almost like two and a half, maybe two and a half months since the relationship ended. And there's still a lot of sadness inside of me. And today it's the first of December and I realized that I needed to do some clearing. So I sent this person a message. We haven't been speaking. I'm very big into like no contact. Um, when I'm going through a breakup, but I think I was feeling so sad at how I wished when the relationship ended. I wished that we had the ability to still be loving with each other, and I wished that we had the ability to like navigate or find a way into friendship, and it just didn't happen that way. And I think sometimes there's a deep grief in that. Like, sometimes we really want something and life doesn't happen that way. Like, that's not God's will or the universe's will or inside of us, truly. That's not our our true will. And it can be really hard to navigate that. I find that especially hard where it's just like, that's just what happened. I think that's where it's hardest to be human is like, there's the part of me that like wants to bargain and, <laughs> and be like, no, something or or wants to should all over reality. Like you shouldn't have done that. Something else should have happened. And it's just like, 
life happens. Life is always happening, and often it's very painful. It's often really, really painful, and it just continues to happen, (laughs) right? Like, it just, it's so beautiful and painful all at once, um, that it's always happening, and I think I feel really sad. In this moment, I feel really sad to, like, honor that. And, like, to honor them with this relationship that the universe blessed us with these six months. And then reality changed and life changed and... Or reality happened and life happened. (laughs) And... That's sad. That's just deeply sad to me. I feel really sad about that. And I feel like this is the hardest thing about being human for me, is in the moments where it's like, (laughs) I really wanted something else to happen, and it didn't. (sighs) And then, like, the other part of my brain can come in and complexify that and be like, well, the shadow and the darkness and wanting is complicated to me, and it is. It really, really is. I have so much mucus inside of my system right now. I'm going to blow my nose. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Um, Life is always happening. Life is always happening. Life is always happening. And sometimes it's like, I want to say, like, just happen more slowly or don't happen so fast or don't happen in that way. And life will continue to be life and life will continue to unfold. And it's hard to be so surrendered to that. Like, oh my God. (laughs) It's really hard. Oh. And it's so painful. It's so painful. It's so painful to be a human that wants. And it's so painful to... (sighs) Watch life be life. Like, there's this way that I see life as this great dance. And sometimes we try to control it. And it's so uncontrollable. The dance is so much bigger than us. It's so huge. It's so immense. And sometimes we have moments of really just learning to be with the dance, right? Like learning to do our part and to flow where we are being directed to flow. But then sometimes it's just like, I get the sadness. when I see the world dancing and it's like whether I say stop or go or don't do that or do that like the world just keeps on dancing the world keeps moving the world keeps changing life keeps being life (sighs) and I keep being the witness to that like I really deeply feel that that in some ways I'm part of the dance and in some ways it's like the dance is just the dance like through some strange happenings at the beginning of time. (laughs) Oh, you know, like, there was an explosion, (laughs) and then there was our universe, and then there was our Earth, and then over millions and millions and millions of years, our Earth formed, and there have been great stories in that, and there have been so many ancestors and life forms and so many ways that life has offered itself to life, and there are so many ways that life has shown up in this place, in this brief moment when aliveness is possible here on Earth, right? Like, life is 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 a shooting star, is, is a <sighs> brief moment in the whole cosmic happening, like this, this period on earth of life, it is in and of itself a miracle. Um, It is in and of itself a miracle just for life to be. And 
through all of these happenings and through this strange web of causality, like, life continues to dance and the consciousness and the intelligence that is weaving through life's dancing is also weaving through me and is me and is also so much bigger than me and is so much bigger than my ego at the very least. And I just find myself in these moments of profound sadness and like also just heart openness and how beautiful it is to be able to be here, right? Like just to be here with all of it, with all of it, with every part, with the pain and the suffering and the pleasure and the joy, like to be witness to this strange happening in the cosmos to be witness to life is so beautiful and so fucking painful. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. And I guess as I return here to my anchor points, which is this yellow candle and this red candle and this blue candle and this letter from my ex and this message that I sent him today, um, there's just, just this deep, like, <sighs> and I think I wanted to speak about love's endings in this episode because the way I feel about this relationship is like, with all of its pain and with all of its suffering, how beautiful to have witnessed it be alive, right? Like, it's like giving birth to a to a child. It's this creative process. It's like how beautiful to have been able to watch that aliveness that existed there. And it makes me so sad that we don't have more rituals and ceremonies and ways of honoring the ending of that beautiful aliveness. <sighs> There's so much sadness inside of me <sighs> around the ways that we don't yet know how to honor this death and be with the grief of it. <sighs> And I think we're creating new rituals and new ceremonies, and I hope to be part of doing that in, that, in this lifetime, to be with people as love ends, as, relationship, as, as relationships end. <sighs> as relationships end, right? Whether they end because of death, or they end because of more of like a spiritual death, um, and not necessarily a physical one. Or just realizing, like, that's that was, like, I think of it as, like, this, once again, it's this performance. It's, like, this beautiful play. And there was this beautiful play, and we got to be in the audience together, and we got to hold hands and watch it. And at the same time, we got to be the actors, and we got to create the stage, and we got to do everything. We got to create that together. And then there's this moment where then it's like, and that story is, is done. And sometimes it's like so tempting to be like, can't we do it again? <laughs> can't we do it from the top? Can't we do it in another way? Like, isn't there there's that like, <laughs> that like bargaining of like, isn't there another way to be at this story still to witness this aliveness, please? And sometimes... <sighs> taking a breath and blowing my nose. <sighs> Sometimes. <sighs> Sometimes that's it. And sometimes it's really sudden. Sometimes there's like, you know... The finale is full of drama and and action and violence and, and, like, all these big things. And then the curtain drops. And it's like, that's it. Right? And there's this way. It feels so cruel sometimes that the universe is just like, that's it. That's the time that you got. <sighs> and it's so easy in that place then to 
vilify that person or like make it their problem like you did something wrong and that's why the play is over you asshole <laughs> that's how i've been feeling with my ex for so long is like how could you uh, you know like this deep rage and, and frustration and sadness uh of like how could you you know like and I think there is this way that sometimes then we ask people to play the role that we want them to play so that we can continue in the act, in the theater production, in the art of the relationship. And oof, this nose of mine. Ah. <sighs> I'm so sorry if you don't like nose blowing because you're getting a lot of that today. Uh, there's this, yeah, this sense of like you. If you had just done this differently, you should have. You should have played this role better. You should have done this. You should have played by my rules, and the production would have kept going. And sometimes it's like, I think the moment that can happen at the end of the production is like. Maybe we want to experience different stories now. Like maybe we reveled in the beauty of that performance and maybe we reveled in the beauty of that artistry and maybe we reveled in the beauty of that creativity and maybe we reveled in the beauty of watching the aliveness that was possible in this space that we inhabited together. And maybe we're ready to try different stages, right? Like, maybe we're ready to make different art. And I think that's so sad and also beautiful, right? Like, thank you for being part of this artistry with me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I wish you well. In all the stories you'll tell and in all the art that you'll create and in all the aliveness that you'll be witness to I wish you so much wellness and I think that's what makes me sad about how we navigate breakup culture because so often it's just like that there's just it's just gone and I think some of that is also just my own struggle with the suddenness of the curtain closing but sometimes I wish like I think what I wish for with my ex is to like sit under a tree you know and I trust that this is happening at some level in some timeline in the energetic planes whatever but I wish to sit under a tree and say like wow, there was this gift, and do you remember that part? Like, that part was so beautiful, and what we created there was so beautiful, and oh my goodness, do you remember the surprise in, in, in scene three, <laughs> where la 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 la, like, to actually revel in what was created, but it just, I think with this person, like, I'm, I, I'm struggling so much, and I struggle at the end of relationships in general with this, because it just kind of then feels like now you're just gone, <laughs> like, now you're just a stranger to me, you know, and, and I won't know about your life, and I won't know about the other beautiful theater productions that you're creating, and, and I won't know about the artistry, and I won't know about the creativity, and, like, that makes me sad, and, and I think also with so many narratives around like getting like who won the breakup or moving on first or all these things and like showing that you're doing so well after the breakup and and instead just being like I lost something that was really precious to me like something died that I loved and and I need to grieve that and I think I always have the desire to grieve it with the person that is going through the death with me, and that's not always possible. And, oh, God, I'm dying with this <laughs> mucus. Um, I think we get to create new rituals and new ceremonies and new ways of honoring 
the death that's happening. And so, I guess I'll read. You know, one way I'm creating that ceremony for myself. So, I realized today that I was feeling, it was feeling hard with my ex. um, Because I was feeling like I wanted us to navigate this ending with so much love and tenderness and... And I didn't feel like I also, I didn't have capacity to do that in the beginning because I was so angry about its ending. But anyway, uh, he has a copy of a book that, um, that is mine. And, uh, and so that's just for context about what happens in this message. But I said, hello, things have been so weird lately that I thought I'd call so much get, gets lost in a text, but sending one anyway, because I tried to call, but he didn't answer. I realized that I have another copy of my grandmother's hand, so I'd love for you to keep mine or to pass it on to someone who might benefit from reading it. There can never be too much resume in the world. Been reflecting a lot and feeling sad. That's weird. What is that? What is that? This is so weird. Okay, there's just some little buzzing that started there. I said, been reflecting a lot and feeling sad about these past few months and also grateful for them. Sad and grateful is the general energetic tone here. I think I've been holding on to the possibility of us being friends slash co-magicians again and also working to let that go because I don't know what the future looks like. But I wanted to let you know about the book and also just say hi. I'm grateful to have known and loved you. I'm sad that things feel so tense and estranged right now, but also making room for those experiences to just be. We don't have too many cultural stories around navigating love's endings, and I guess ours goes something like, we tried our best. I was sitting the other day and thinking about how I wish for you to be met with love that is truly able to meet and hold and accept you exactly where you are. And for who you are. And then I saw the poem you wrote for, and then I insert his other partner's name, and felt like it was the universe winking and saying, they do have that. I hope that you continue to find love. This buzzing is so weird. I'm like, what? Why did this just begin? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) The universe is being so weird right now. What is this, guys? Guides, my people, what is up? I'm not into this. Hello? (laughs) Hello? Okay, I'm going forward. I can't believe they're ruining my moment with their little... They're like, don't take it too seriously. (laughs) But I wrote, I hope you continue. Um, I was sitting the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hope that you continue to find love in strange and unexpected and beautiful places. I hope that you are wrapped in love's warm embrace, held securely and tightly and loosely, depending on the desire of the day. I hope that this sweet short life is filled with meaning and quests that set your heart on fire and that you continue to witness the gifts of your magic unfolding before your eyes. I hope that you receive everything you desire. I hope that In between the magic, you have time to rest, and in that rest, you are tended to and taken care of. I hope that there is abundant joy, so much more joy than you could ever wrap your... So much more joy than you could ever wrap your arms around. And when that's the case, I hope joy wraps their arms around you. I hope that joy takes you on adventures you can't even imagine and lets you see and experience things you didn't know existed. I hope that everything that your heart is yearning for meets you tenfold. It's filled my life with so much meaning and beauty to dance with you over these past few months, to play with you and discover you and be discovered. There have been so many gifts that this partnership, lovership, friendship has offered me. I'm still gathering them all, and I'm immensely grateful for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the gift of your humanity and letting me see and be with you. Sending you so many blessings for the year ahead, for this next chapter of your story, and for the grand magician's journey ahead of you. I hope one day we can meet up as old friends and catch each other up on the strange and wonderful stories we have lived in this beautiful life. And whether that's something that happens in the physical realm or the ethers, 
Know that I cherish you deeply and wish only for your wellness. Enjoy the carnival ride, sweet one. Oh, my goodness, tissues again. And I was really inspired to send this message this morning because I just was feeling so like there was so much tension and estrangement and I just wanted to say how much I did love this person and how grateful I am for them and and to honor it, right? Like I have this one short, beautiful life and they got to be part of that. Um, they got to be part of that and I'm grateful. Like I'm so so beyond grateful and I feel this with all my exes I'm just like oh my god thank you thank you thank you um and it's not always easy to access that immediately after the breakup you know um but I'm grateful for when that that gratitude and that awareness can sink in like thank thank you for being part of the story really thank you and Thank you for letting me be part of your story, right? Life is so short and so meaningful and so meaningless. <laughs> and so many of the things that we think will, you know, offer us meaning, the things that we're trying to accomplish or achieve, you know, at the end of the day, they're just parts of the dream. They're just parts of this grand illusion. <sighs> And in that, I think it's really the experiences we have, right? It's like the internal experience we have. It's the internal meaning making as we meet the world, whatever we're doing, whether we're doing things that we, you know, see as like on our path or off our path, whether we're doing things that we see as a success or a failure. Um, I always also remind myself that many, many, many successful relationships end and that's being supportive of me. Well, that's been supportive of me as I move through this breakup. Um, but just knowing that, like, I think for me, and, and because I've been being with death so much more lately, like, <sighs> breathing, um, there's only one way out of this. All of us are going to die. There's only one way out of this carnival, <laughs> and it's through death. That's the vehicle out. That's the ride out. And when I sit about the things that will feel meaningful for me, when I die, so much of it is just like all the love that I got to experience. I have a lot of seventh house placements for those of you who like astrology, so this is also why I'm like such a nut for relationships. But... I think about how meaningful it will have been to to just have been with another person and to have been witnessed by them and seen by them. Like, it's so easy also to get into a story after a breakup. Like, I really got into a story with this ex that it was because he had done X, Y, and Z and that those things were wrong and that's why we broke up. And I think it's because it's easier to do that and assign blame than to be with like the sad, heart-opening grief of things having their time. And that's so much harder for me to be with. Oh, you know, and I think that's maybe true for some other humans too than to find the way to point fingers, even if it's pointing the finger at ourselves, because at least then we can, if we can feel blame it like gives us the sense of I don't know purpose or like I can blame I can blame it on myself and then I can make myself wrong so I can do something about it and then sometimes when we blame ourselves then we go into like a hyper fixing or like can I just make things right or you know avoiding and just going into our shame spiral and blaming it on the other person lets us you know like deflect it to them but both are strategies so that we don't actually have to be with the deep grief and sadness inside of ourselves at how life has presented itself to us. And 
there's something that happens though in those moments because it's like this moment of meeting God, right? Like God is reality and to meet reality is to meet God and to be with the heart opening, heartbreaking truth of reality is to be with God. And it feels so opening for me to be with that. Uh, and it's also just, you know, like I've been crying for 30 minutes <laughs> and before this I was crying as well. <sighs> But I think in some ways I just wanted to like express in a in a ceremonial way through the creation of this podcast. I wanted to say, and I'm gonna light these candles that I keep referencing after. Also, they're the primary colors. Blue, red, yellow, I believe. Those are the primary colors. I was dreaming about them last night, which is why I went and got them. But um they, it's like now that I'm seeing them as the primary colors, if they are, <laughs> I'm seeing them as like the, the building blocks of life. And also there's the three and I'm a life path number three. So there's a sense of like creativity and, and life is, life is artistry. Life is creativity. We are living, we are living artists. Everything that we create, every relationship, every circumstance, it is our art. Like not just every painting that we paint or every podcast that we make or every a sketch that we draw or every song that we sing or every dance that we dance the things that we can think of as, as typically creative every movie that we produce um every tarot deck that we make um every reading that we do you know whatever it is like everything everything that we do is creativity everything that we do and specifically every relationship that we create and that we cultivate. Relationships are such amazing sites for our creativity and our artistry uh, to, to, to flow, to thrive. Um, and I'm feeling so much sadness still. I, I have so much sadness and tenderness in my heart about this relationship ending. And there's all the ways that I want to then, you know, move into blaming him or move into blaming myself and being like, I just didn't do a good enough job of persevering and I could have done a better job. And, you know, like all these, all these places that I go and that we go as humans. And I think actually just being in the like, it, it, where I feel like I am in the breakup is I'm kind of like, I feel like the play has ended and the curtains are drawn and the audience is left and I'm just sitting there in my seat and, and it's like there's that there's that feeling that can come up of like but maybe maybe the curtains are going to open again you know maybe if I just waited a little longer I'm not quite ready to say goodbye to this like there's that feeling inside of me and there's also the ushers going like, hey, right? And that, that feels like the ushers in this theater uh, analogy, metaphor, whatever, are like my guides, you know, my ancestors, my grandmothers, <laughs> who are just saying like, it's, it's also time and we know it's hard and we're going to hold your hand. I'm like, do you need help getting up? I think that's where friendship and community has been so meaningful for me and moving through this relationship ending because it's like I felt at many points glued to my seat and having those those friends to say and those lovers to say like can I give you a hand you know I'm thinking about the friends who have just held me as I've cried and grieved and sobbed and that have wiped the makeup off my face <laughs> uh, as I do that. And oh, another tissue. Um, and who have said, like, yeah, do you need support on this side? Do you need support on this side? And still, it's like my but my body feels so heavy and like my body, it feels like I'm dragging my feet to move out of this theater, you know, like it feels so painful. And I think that's also where it gets really easy to project things onto our exes, like, or to play the games of like, nah, 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 nah. I got out of the theater before you did, <laughs> you know, and that's like that urge to like win the breakup. Um, 
And I think also where that feeling of abandonment can come up of like, how the fuck did you just get up and get out of the theater? And I feel like I'm here glued to this chair, but it's like, that's not ever fully true. And people have their own ways of coping with reality and it's never personal. Um, And I think I've been projecting that onto my ex too. Like, how could you, you know, this real sense of betrayal that like, you just can't, you just got up and walked out and, and I'm here in my seat. And it's like, that's not entirely true. And I think what's actually more true is we're probably getting closer and closer to the door, both of us. I don't know, because I actually haven't been in contact with him. But I feel myself, you know, sometimes I think I need to be like, I can take two steps, you know, I can take two more steps to the door, but then I need to sit down there. And like, you know, just like slowly making my way through the seats and giving myself a lot of grace for how I'm doing that. And then eventually, and I think that's kind of where I'm getting to now that makes me really sad is this place of like standing, really standing at the at the theater doors and I'm looking out at the beautiful red velvet seats and and remembering all the beings that inhabited those seats and and looking at the stage and like remembering what it felt like for my feet to be on that stage and remembering what it felt like to be there with my co-star and to hold his hands and and be in his arms and and laugh together and play together and like just feeling how beautiful that was right like oh and i think there's that feeling and that's kind of also, I think, somatically where I'm at is like looking, looking back towards the stage and then just feeling gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then feeling that like, wait, but what if, what if, what if there was just one final performance and then being like, there actually isn't. And the curtains really have been drawn. I'm like, that is all true. And so I think that's the ceremony for me actually is like to take to take the door, you know, to like hold the door and to say thank you. <laughs> like to really like yell into this into this theater like thank you. Thank you for holding this. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Like thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful. And like the lights are going out and the music is stopping and I'm ready to close the door even though it's so sad and I I will think tenderly about how much I loved this particular theater while also holding on to like the mystery and the curiosity and the desire that's pulling me towards like but what what other art is there to create? You know, I think often about how like some of the people that I will that I will love most in this lifetime, I'm yet to meet. <laughs> There's still so much mystery. Um, some of the people that and 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 like that's true. Like even with my kids, you know, like I'm yet to meet them and I'm gonna love them so much. Um but that there are lovers and friends and co-conspirators and chosen family that like those are those are their own theater productions that I'm I'm yet to I'm yet to experience. And if I stay here, like with my hand, you know, clutching the door, it's like I can never say, like, but what's what's over there, you know? And and I think I find it hard with the breakup narrative too, where it's like, no, I'm so done with that relationship. It wasn't serving me. And now like I'm on to better things. And that I think has just never felt true for me. Like when I look at, there's a part of me that goes into that narrative just to survive the end of the breakup. Cause it's like, like I really struggle with endings. So I need to kind of go into a more polarized view of the world. Um, but when I look at all of my relationships, I don't look at them and I'm like, "Woo, thank God that's over. Maybe like one. <laughs> um, and but it's also not I wish that was still happening. Like it's I don't know. It's an interesting place of 
I'm really grateful that I got to experience that, right? Like, it's like going to a movie. And it's like, sometimes the movies you go to are super wacky, (laughs) or the plays you go to. And it's like, wow, parts of that play were really weird. Parts of it were wonderful. It impacted me, though, and I'm grateful that I went. (laughs) Like, that's kind of how I feel about my relationships. And some are like, whoa, I went to that play and it changed my life forever. Some art has the ability to change the course of our lives. And I think sometimes that can be where it's really hard to say, like, and goodbye to that art too, you know, but we're allowed to engage with these plays and these arts differently. And I think for me, it's being in that place of like, wow, I, I, I was moved. I was deeply moved by this art. I was deeply, deeply moved. And I learned about myself through this art. And I discovered myself through this art. And I knew myself more deeply through this art. And I knew God more deeply through this art. And I knew possibility more deeply through this art. I felt a sense of reaching for something different, for something more, and I could feel the possibility of that in my body. Like, I I knew something that I didn't know I would have the privilege of knowing in this lifetime. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Ah. Another, another blow. <laughs> and it's like that art too you know will impact how I meet art for the rest of my life and it just feels so like unfair to diminish that and it feels so unfair to make that into a game of who won or who lost and it feels so unfair to vilify this person and it feels so unfair to vilify myself and it feels so unfair to hold on um and it feels so unfair to let go (laughs) but it feels like that's something that deserves to be honored maybe I need to have an Oscars for my (laughs) exes (laughs) maybe that's the ceremony um but it just feels too big to not be honored. And I think it makes me sad when when I think that, like, or when I go into the story that, like, my ex isn't honoring this. Or, like, to him, this is just something that's passing and fleeting. But I can't control that, you know? And And I also know that I think we don't arrive to this place of deep honoring, not because we are vengeful, spiteful, hate, you know, people. Sometimes we do. Um, but it's like... All of that is present. I'm sorry, I'm just seeing uh, my my cousin's partner. It's her birthday today, and he's, like, driven all the way up. He lives so far um, with a teddy and roses, and I just saw him getting, like, a gift, it seems, out of the car. And I was like, oh, <laughs> what a sweetie. Um, and... Whew, You know, like, I can't control whether my ex meets this with honoring or whether he meets it with regret or whether he meets it with hate or whether he meets it with dismissal. And I have to trust that however he meets it is going to be the thing that he needs to survive. Like, he he's protective strategies are going to come up just like my protective strategies come up. And when I need to, like, vilify, that's me protecting myself. And if, like... However he needs to meet this and however he needs to make sense of it, like, that's his best attempt at protecting himself and loving himself and, like, I can't be mad at, or not I can't be mad at that, like, I'm not allowed to be, but more in the, you know, cultural expression, like, can't be mad at it, you know? Um, And, yeah, Um, I'm gonna light these candles, but I wanted to read this last, um, one of the one of the I have two things from him so I'm gonna read this letter he wrote me on my birthday and he said to be my favorite witch spellcaster of note 
mighty magician made of moonlight. It's your birthday, and I just want to celebrate how incredible you are. I don't know if you can tell, but my arts and craft skills aren't exactly pro-level. He had made this card, because I really love handmade things. Um, but I wanted to make you something. Take my time with it. Carve my intention into the very molecules, so that by the time I was done, this card would have turned into a spell. So here it is. A spell holding a bit of my love for you. In case you ever want a recharge, you can read these words and know that I carry you in my heart. I love you even beyond that place the universe does not exist. Always. And then side door. Uh, and I think, like, just holding on to that and holding on to, like, the fact that there was immense love here. And there was such beautiful art. And it's hard to let go of love and art. And also to remain surrendered to the mystery and to our desire and to all of the beautiful things that are unfolding here as life unfolds and continues to dance. You know, we must sometimes let go. while holding on to, like, how beautiful it is to have been so loved by someone and how beautiful it was to have loved someone so immensely and how grateful I am for the ability to make sense of all of this <laughs> in a way that still feels loving and I feel immense gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> I feel immense gratitude for my teachers. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I feel immense gratitude for my teachers who have taught me how to love and how to meet people in love and how to not vilify and not shame and not blame and, you know, whether that's ourselves or the other person, but how to recognize someone's humanity even when it's so painful. Um, even when I don't want to see their humanity, and even when I want to, like, deny their humanity, you know, how can I still be loving, and how can I still see the human, and how can I still honor that? And I didn't have the eternal tools or resources or technologies to be able to make those choices, you know, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago for my entire life, or dating history, at least, friendship history, too. Like, these relationship breakup endings happen everywhere. And um, I haven't always had that ability to, to still be loving. And I'm grateful to have cultivated that. I'm grateful to myself, too, right, for showing up for this practice of loving and humanizing because when I think about this person, it's like, I do want you to, I do want you to live a life that sets you on fire and fills you with meaning and love and purpose and desire and warmth and care and tenderness right? Like, my wish for every human, right? And I, I wish for this person, like, I wish for them freedom and the freedom to know themselves, the freedom to be themselves, the freedom to love themselves and be loved for who they are and to love others as they are. I wish for them that freedom and I wish for that freedom for every human. And I know that it's so possible and I know that it's our birthright. And so, just holding that love, right? Holding that love, holding that love. And forgiving myself for where it's been hard to hold that love or where it's been easier to vilify or where it's been easier to blame and shame and finding forgiveness for myself there too. Like, it's okay. That was my best way of protecting myself but I love this person dearly and I wish for the very best for them, you know, and I wish that for all my exes, like the very, very best. And I wish that for all of humanity, the very, very best. 
May we be loved. May we know love. May we love. (sighs) I really think that's how we change the world. (laughs) So I love you and thank you for being in this witnessing circle with me and for being willing to feel this grief and this sadness and this pain and this joy and this love alongside me. Yeah, I love you very deeply. And I hope that as you navigate the complicated terrain of loving other complex human beings and caring for other complex human beings, that you can find softness for yourself and for them, forgiveness for yourself and for them, love for yourself and for them. (sighs) Know that it's hard terrain that we're navigating, but we are navigating it, and for that I'm grateful, and I love you. And I will see you next week. Until then, take care. I'm like energetically just visualizing all of us, wherever we are in the world, looking at these beautiful theater productions, right? Whether it's with a friend, whether it's with a family member, whether it's with a with a partner or a lover, saying like, thank you. And then just letting that door close. And maybe as that door closes, you know, another another side door to the same theater opens. And maybe it's for you and maybe it's for them and maybe it's for totally new people. Like I think of these stages as free-for-alls. <laughs> and trusting that there is always, I'm thinking of this poem, you know, where they speak about leaving the door open as as love leaves, like asking love to leave the door open on the way out. And I think as we leave these, these, these theaters, you know, maybe even leaving one door open, but trusting that that door is for someone else, for us in a different time, or with a different person, or with other people completely, you know, like other people just finding their way into the strange, the stage. Oh, there's a stage here. Um, yeah, may we stay open to love and to loving. May we stay open to love and to loving. I love you dearly. Take good care.